welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org. I'm Carly. Some of the kids at the back might know me, actually, because normally I'm on the floor playing at Tot Zone with you. It's so nice to have you. Hi, boy. So lovely. It's such a busy time of year. I'm amazed any of you made it for this hour on a Sunday afternoon. There's so much to remember. There's so many busy heads. There's lists everywhere. There's dates. There's parties. And there's just information overload. It's brain-frying territory. It is always a bit like that in my house. It's like being on a waltzer at a fairground and you're spinning and spinning and people are calling out bits of information at you and saying, can I have this? And asking questions and needing your help. I catch bits. I remember things sometimes and I often forget. Unless I'm sitting down or things are written down for me, I simply don't stand a chance of hearing something important. And I'm quite sure I'm not the only one. We can talk at someone, to someone, or with someone. We heard in Connor's reading at the very beginning of the service how Joseph listened to God, spoken to via the angel Gabriel. Joseph is described as compassionate, just, and gracious. A man who, after finding his betrothed Mary was pregnant resolved to divorce her quietly. He resolved, decided to act perfectly within his rights and bring the relationship, the legal agreement, to an end. Joseph wasn't making a rash decision. He had made a firm decision based on the evidence in front of him. But he hadn't yet acted. He was considering the situation that he had found himself in. It was in the midst of that decision-making that God sent Gabriel to throw perspective on the situation and speak truth over both Joseph and his family. So when did Gabriel speak to Joseph? In a dream, when he was settled, while he was still, while his emotions were not so loud, while his thoughts were soft while he was able to listen attentively to this perspective of God. So what did the angel speak to him? He called him by name. He reminded him who he was, a son of David, a man with purpose, a man who belonged to God. He spoke into his fear. He spoke into his future. He spoke hope perspective and purpose both over Joseph and to him. He told him to marry Mary. She's carrying a son, gifted from God, whom I will ask you to call Jesus. He told him this baby has divine purpose, that he will save, rescue, restore and heal his people. He reminded him of the expectation in scripture that this was to come. So the angel spoke to Joseph while he was literally asleep and when he was figuratively asleep. God had his attention and as God spoke perspective and purpose over Joseph, it woke him from his figurative slumber to see the plan that God had for his life. 
Joseph's peace, hope and purpose was restored. So what did Joseph do when he woke up? He walked into the daylight of what he had heard and through faith had accepted as truth. He changed his mind. He resolved to follow God and the plan that he had for his life. Knowing that it would not be easy, he said yes to God. He named the child Jesus, the boy who would grow to be a man and the miraculous fulfillment of a long-awaited promise. God spoke gently into Joseph's fear. Joseph's fear of the future, of ridicule, of rejection and humiliation and ruined plans. All the plans that Joseph had made for his future looked like they'd been dropped and smashed to pieces. It looked like that to Joseph, but not to God. Just at the right time, God spoke to Joseph. He spoke faith, hope, belief and trust into him as he reminded him of who he was and who he belonged to. God gave him perspective and purpose. In a life that is busy and a heart and a head that are loud, it can be hard to listen. But it would seem that without shouting, God can make himself heard. It was as Joseph was considering his situation that God spoke to him within the decision, in the gnarly bits, the tricky things, what Helena calls the tough stuff, the processing. So if you're having a difficult, uncomfortable or painful time, then may I humbly suggest that you invite God to come and talk with you and to you, because you can talk to him. He has a perspective that is different to ours. It's bigger. It sees more, the end from the beginning. And he likes to show you glimpses every now and again. Sometimes the curtains are turned back just a little, and sometimes they're drawn back completely. The darkest time of night is just before the dawn, and I wonder if that is when the angel Gabriel spoke to Joseph, the moment of his greatest despair. The account from Matthew that Connor read today shows us that it was just at the right moment that God spoke. And Helena's story suggests the same. So if it's four o'clock in the morning in your life, at that moment, if that's what it's like, my prayer for you this Christmas would be that you would hear the voice of God bringing you hope, joy and peace through the one, through this one Jesus, who was sent to heal, restore, save and rescue his people. If you're awake but asleep, I pray that the voice of God would speak purpose and perspective over you. If you're wide awake and you're bouncing all over the bed in joy and excitement, then I encourage you to pursue God in faith and trust for all that the coming year will bring. The waltzer will only slow and pause, and the challenge will always be to listen. So may I encourage us to have ears to hear, hearts to consider, and act upon all that our Father will say to us. Amen.